This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi, Christina. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. The podcast where two feisty redheads with a lot of laughs, share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That little rock in the red glasses lady you hear over there is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. And that is Sarah Alipin, a.k.a. Prankster Monk, and my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. Um, I love my new frames. <laughs> I feel like you need to get a pair so we match, Sarah. <laughs> they kind of – they work with our, like, brand colors for Laughing with Gingers. They do. And you wouldn't think, like, a redhead could wear red, but redheads can totally wear red. Oh, yeah. Red is, like, one of my very favorite colors to wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. It works. So well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, are you ready for today's episode? Um, I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. What? Okay, so today's episode is, um, well, what I brought are submissions of people's irrational fears. And oh. And really funny. Oh, my God. Okay. So I brought phobias. Oh, right. We went in two different directions, but samesies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I brought phobias, and I'm going to read you the name of the phobia. Oh, God. Which... I have to guess what it is? Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How many did you bring? Uh, I brought 15. We do not have to do all of them. Um, Maybe we can do a part two because I have 45. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, we're definitely going to need to do a part two, Um, especially because I brought information on what phobias actually are. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's – yeah. Let's just set up a part two now while we're saying this. All right, so there will be a part two of this episode of Irrational Fears. I love it. I love it. There's a ton of irrational fears out there. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Okay, do you want to go first or you want me to? Well, before we dive in, I have a question for you, Sarah. Oh. What irrational fear do you have? Oh, you do you not know my weird irrational fear? I guess I do. Don't. Maybe you told me that I don't remember, but now is a good time to reiterate what your irrational fear is. I have an irrational fear of when you jump into water or however you get yourself into the water, that I will land on a fish and hurt the fish. Oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. <laughs> Weird fear. And I I know that it's illogical because, you know, the water would just displace the fish. Like it would be actually very difficult to land on a fish and hurt it. It would have to be a fish that would be like a shark. But even then, like. Giant fish. Yeah. Like what would I. land on the back of a shark if you jumped in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like that wouldn't hurt the shark. shark, (laughs) Yeah. Also, you would see the shark. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a weird, irrational fear. And when I got dive certified, my, like, of course I had, you know, my first jump in, 
I open my eyes and there's a large mouth bass staring right in my face. And I was like, damn it. I'm sorry, mister. <laughs> and they have like the big frowny face, large, large mouth. So it looked very displeased with the whole situation. Oh my God. So cute. Yeah, he was not happy with you. What about you? Um, I feel like my imagination is not that like uh good. <laughs> That's not a word. Cause all I can think of is like, you know, hanging my feet over the side of the bed at night and like monsters getting me, or like there's a snake in the toilet, or you know, like the I, I like the dark and there's going to be a monster that comes out at me. Like those normal things. I could not think of something that was maybe like irrational, except that those are all irrational. But yeah, but like, like normal irrational. Yeah, like a surprising irrational, like being afraid you are – like I'm not afraid I'm going to land on the fish and get hurt myself or I'm not afraid I'm going to land on the fish and then like some – you know, it bites me or something. I am literally afraid of injuring a fish. Yeah. That is irrational and weird. It's a weird yeah. – you have no weird irrational fears. Mm-mm. I couldn't think of any, but it might be that I'm like blocking them out of my brain. <laughs> Well, who knows? When I read you phobias, you might be like, oh my gosh, I have that. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Give me give me a phobia. All right. I'll te- I'm going to tease you in with a phobia and then I'll give you the um, – well, my e- I, I'm, I'm easing you in because you might know what this one is. I feel like a lot of people know this one. Okay. Um, and you can guess based on you know, you can win by creativity points or you can win by being right. So just for uh, clarification purposes here. So my first one is agoraphobia. Oh, yeah. That's like a fear of germs. No. No. Damn it. Okay. It's a fear of going outside. Yes. Okay. Okay. Technically, it is a fear of open spaces or crowds. Oh, that's why they don't want to go outside. Mm-hmm. It's and part of it is like the um, like not knowing if there will be a safe exit, if there is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it, it's actually an interesting thing. Like to me, it's kind of open spaces and crowds. Like one, they're kind of opposite situations. Yeah, they are. Um, there's also like. Part of it is like not knowing how to exit, but like I would also imagine when you say open spaces, maybe there's a fear of not being able to protect yourself or hide or whatever if something yeah. were to happen. An open space is nothing but an exit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like the entire thing is an exit. Although yeah. that could be anxiety provoking. Which way do you go? I don't know. My God. So scary. Are you ready for, you know, what an a phobia actually is? Yeah, okay. Okay, and then I'll te- and then I'll I'll quiz you on more. Um okay. okay, so phobias are the most common uh mental illnesses in the United States, which I had no idea. Oh, I did not know that. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, um it it's approximately 12.5% of adults in the United States deal with a specific phobia in their lifetime. Um, women are more likely to experience phobias than men, 
which honestly doesn't surprise me. I feel like we're just more aware of like things. Yeah, we're in tune. Yeah. I mean, that isn't the case all the time, but you know, I can see where that would be the case. Um, typical symptoms of phobias include nausea, trembling, rapid heartbeat, feelings of unreality, and being preoccupied with the fear object. Oh, yeah, totally. So I can tell you the types of phobias, but first I'm going to ask you another one. Ready? Cool. Yeah. And then you can tell me a story. Um, Insectophobia. Um, I mean, that seems like it's a fear of insects. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I told you I was easing you in. I am trying to set you up for (laughs) – trying to set you up for success here. Oh, my God. There's bugs everywhere, too. I can't imagine having that phobia. That's got to be scary. Oh, yeah. I have specific bugs I am more afraid of than other bugs, for Me sure. Me and, and sizes, too. Some, as the sizes go up, get scarier. Yeah. For me, it's the subterranean bugs, the ones that are, like, shiny, and that includes, like, cockroaches, centipedes, centipedes like, things like that. Yeah. Cre- the gross. creepy crawlies. Gross, uh, gross, gross. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Okay, you want to tell me a story? Yeah, totally. So this one person says, I thought I was pregnant for the entire year of grade four. I'm a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine a poor kid thinking he's pregnant? (laughs) Oh, my God. Is Is there a why? No. Nope, not a while on that one. <sighs> well, so, this next person said, "I thought that a helicopter would come by my house while I was swimming and drop sharks in it." <laughs> <laughs> sort of the opposite of yours. <laughs> it's totally the opposite of mine. That's a, a fish falling on you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Okay, listen to this one, and there's a reason why this person got this phobia. I figured that if you stepped on bugs, they'd explode into a million little baby bugs. (laughs) Oh, my God. So the reason why this person thought that is because they said – We had a hairy-ass spider that was huge in our house, and my mom put a cup over it, slid a piece of paper under it, and dumped it into the toilet, and it exploded into a million little babies. So for like 10 years, I never stepped on a bug because I assumed that they are ready to detonate little bastards all over me. (sighs) That is scary. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That's horrifying. That's it's horrifying. Like traumatizing right there. They're lucky they can go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Right? That could have gone even worse probably. Yeah. Billion spiders in the toilet when you sit down. Ah! Oh, my God. I just freaked myself out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You want to you wanna give me another one? All right. Um, we've got – well, let me tell you the um, the types of phobias first. I did a little yeah. bit of a combo Sarah-Christina here. Yeah, you did. You're like – yeah, I like this sort of hodgepodge. 
yeah, I felt like uh, I felt like we needed to define some things. So um, the American Psychiatric Association identifies three categories of phobias. Social phobias, which are no, known as um, social anxiety disorders. Um, this is a phobia marked by fear of social situations in which a person might be judged or embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Agoraphobias. Um, this phobia involves an irrational or extreme fear of being in places where escape is difficult. It may um, involve a fear of crowded places or even leaving one's home. Again, it's crazy to think about a wide open space as being like difficult to escape from. But I mean, if you're thinking I can't about – my head around it. I really can't. Well, I mean, I guess like if you think about if you're potentially being attacked – and it's a wide open space. There isn't like a lot of – yeah. I just say run away. <laughs> I mean if it's a bear or something like that. <laughs> cheetah. <laughs> you are not outrunning that bear and cheetah. God, if it's a hippo, good luck. Yeah, you're you dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there are specific phobias. And when people talk about having a phobia of a specific object, such as snakes, spiders, or needles, they are referring to a specific phobia. Ah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, So – and I also have the history of why they're named the way they are, but I'll give that to you in a minute. First, we're going to go with what is papyrophobia. The fear of paper? Yes. Woo! I did it. <laughs> I thought of papyrus. <laughs> oh my god, you're nailing it! Oh my god, nailing that papyrus. I am so proud of you. You are just so, doing such a great job. I guess they don't read out of a book or take notes in a notebook. Yeah, you know, I you have to wonder like what the fear of paper actually looks like. Is it? I mean, it could be sensory too. Like, is it the feeling? Because you know, like some people really dislike frosted glass or like different yeah. types of metals. So there, the the options here, just in terms of like what the fear entails, is a complete or the phobia entails is also completely fascinating to me. Um, paper cut. I mean, maybe if you had a really bad one. I mean, they can be kind of painful. That that cut can slice deep into you sometimes. Oh yeah, and if it's like corrugated cardboard, and you get the pa- the corrugated cardboard paper cut, I, I mean, that's it. brutal. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I mean, if we're talking cardboard, like you could totally get crushed by one of those pallets of of cardboard boxes that are like, you know. Yeah, way to <laughs> throw more fears out there for people to get. <laughs> this is what my brain does. <laughs> Let's think of all the ways you could die with cardboard. Let's think of all the ways paper can kill you. <laughs> or like you get taped up inside of a box and then you've got probably two phobias right there. Yeah, I mean that's going to cause some trauma I would imagine could spark a phobia. <laughs> If you get out of it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, boy. You want to give me another uh, another fear? Yeah, another irrational weird phobia? Sure. 
All right, this person said, I was afraid of burger buns forever because my friends told me that an ant lived in each of the sesame seeds and would break out and punch me in the face. (laughs) Isn't that the cutest? I think it's so funny. That's a lot of ants. Punching you is... (laughs) I think it's cute. I thought it was going to be the ant, like eating the ant would have been the problem, (laughs) but... No. An ant punching you. you. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Okay. So this person was, when they were little, was afraid of, like, deathly afraid of tomato soup. And it's because one time they they said, I saw a crime show on TV where the guy died by eating poison tomato soup. It messed me up for years, and my mom made soup one day, and I started crying uncontrollably because I didn't want to be killed, and she was so confused. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. I would – oh, poor thing. My favorite part of these stories is that everybody grew out of it Yeah, so that's far. true. No one's saying, I'm still afraid of tomato <laughs> soup. <laughs> or – Falling on a fish and injuring it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, we don't know, though. Maybe they really haven't gotten over it. Um, but who knows? Okay, so I'll give you one more. Uh, this person was afraid that if their parents got fired from their job, that they actually would be set on fire. <laughs> oh, no. Poor kid walking around so scared that their parents are going to get fired and be set on fire. Oh, my God. I expected it to be fired from a cannon. Oh, that would be fun. That's That was in uh, Krusty's Rider on The Simpsons. If they ever fired him, he had to be fired from a cannon, and they did oh, it. Oh, <laughs> man. These poor kids walking around with these fears of, <laughs> that aren't real. Poor things. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we had irrational fears as children. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I did. I'm at some point. It didn't traumatize me enough to remember it, which I think is good. I mean, I was afraid of the water. Um, Mm -hmm. I still went in the water. I would just occasionally panic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was worth it for me. I made the – the decision that it was worth it. Um, what else did – I'm sure I had other ones. I'm you know sure. What? Now that I'm thinking of it, I feel like I had an irrational fear of like growing boobs and other girls seeing my boobs. Because I remember seeing this show where this girl had really long hair and it covered up her boobs in the locker room. And I was like, oh, is that what you're supposed to do? Oh my God. So I'm like, I gotta grow my hair out, to cover my uh, cover up my boobs. I don't think that's a fear. I think it was just a thought that like went into my brain that you're supposed that's what teenagers are supposed to do when they get old and go into locker rooms. Grow your hair long to cover your boobs up. I mean, Lady Godiva did it, right? Yeah. I thought <laughs> Venus or whatever that ocean lady that stands in the pearl did it. Uh. Speaking of, what is Venustrophobia? It's the fear of Venus flytraps. 
I'm not right. I'm not right. Close. It's the fear of beautiful women. What? That's a fear? Oh, my God. I wonder if girls and other boys have fears of beautiful men. That is not listed. as, And I went through all of the phobias recognized by uh, the official book that I can't think of the name of now. Mm, that's okay. Wow. Fear <laughs> of beautiful women. That's interesting. Yeah. Apparently, you know, we're very scary, Christina. <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> uh, and speaking of that, what is trichophobia? Trichophobia. Oh, I know what this one is. It's the fear of April Fool's Day. <laughs> There's my irrational fear. <laughs> I'm we not sure it's it. irrational. I'm not sure it's irrational. <laughs> We found it, Sarah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the worst day of the year. <laughs> and I, oh I get God. all those symptoms, all the phobia symptoms, sweating, panic. <laughs> nausea. Yeah, nausea. <laughs> An overwhelming sense of dread. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, my God. It is a fear of hair. What? Oh, my God. And everyone has hair. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it a fear of, like, other people's hair or, like, your hair or both? I mean, I think it could probably take – many of these, I would imagine, take on multiple forms. Um, but I ha- I actually had a classmate growing up that had trichophobia, um, and she used to pull her hair out. Mm. That's the I mean, that's my only reference point, but I would imagine that it could be other people's hair too because other people's hair is pretty gross. Like when when did I wash my hair last? Okay, if it's taking you this long, <laughs> <laughs> we might have a problem. I've washed my hair twice since I went to that wedding, Christina. Okay, not helpful. <laughs> that, was, that was the day after my 10-year wedding anniversary, so I actually know it. So I today is October 6th, and I washed my hair twice since September 23rd. Okay. <laughs> I washed mine yesterday. Mine really needs to be washed. I did not have time to wash it today. Uh, that's why it's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone should be afraid of my hair. Um. <laughs> I do actually get grossed out by other people's hair. Like if if like, you know how you put your hair and you do hair art or like a wad of hair on the, the thing? I absolutely hate having to deal with Angie's hair if she leaves it behind like that. It grosses me out. And I don't like it. And then, like, other people's brushes, when they get handed to me, all the hair in there, like, kind of grosses me. Not kind of. It does gross me out. Yeah. Like, when I leave my hair on the shower wall, Philippe is very much bothered by that. My brother was bothered by it growing up. Um, And my best friend, Lauren, um, had a thing where if my hair – because I think I may have said this on the podcast when we talked about how red hair is thicker. 
mm-hmm. that we like have less of it, but it's thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to have a specific problem with my hair. There were three of us that lived together. <laughs> it's only my hair that was the problem. But it was when she was walking barefoot and it would get stuck between her toes. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Only your hair. And the thing is, you can tell one hair to another hair because it's red. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Clearly it's yours. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Lauren is blonde. Jess is a brunette. And Jess's hair is straight. So is Lauren's. Mine's wavy. I mean, it was very obvious. Very obvious situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. You want to tell me another thing? Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, a meteorite was going to crash through my ceiling and hit me while I'm sleeping. That could totally happen, except it would it probably could. be like as big as a whale and just crush your house too. <laughs> you wouldn't even know what hit you. Ha, ha, yeah. Ha. You just wouldn't wake up. Here's how it happened. This person said, I thought a meteorite was going to crash through my ceiling and hit me while I was sleeping. For this, I blame my dad, who once talked to my uncle about a woman in Alabama who had been hit by one while sleeping. I overheard, but that won't happen to me tonight, will it? And then my dad responded with, you never know, it might. My dad denies it to this very day, but for the record, it fucking happened. Can't you just see a dad? I don't know. It might. Like, you never know. Yeah, I totally no. can see a dad doing that. Well, and kids just – there's a point in their, you know, maturing that they don't understand, like, sarcasm and stuff. And I clearly remember a moment where we're walking with my niece and Nora. She's little. I don't even remember how old. And my dad does the whole – which is her grandpa – he does the whole, uh, you know, don't step on the crack or you'll break your mother's back. And she stopped dead in her tracks and had this, like, ghostly look on her face and started bawling. She completely thought if she stepped on cracks on the sidewalk, her mom's back was going to get broken. And my grandpa upset her, like, to no end. It took forever to repair that. Oh he my felt god. So bad. He felt so bad. This is producer's producer Liz's daughter, by the way. Yeah. So it would have been producer Liz's back. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, we don't want her back broken, but yeah, she she wasn't understanding, you know, jokes at the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely a thing. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Okay. Let me give you one more. Okay. Uh, I thought seaweed was a giant sea spider. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. So I saw it as a giant sea spider. Even just seeing a clump of it washed up 10 feet away was enough for me to start screaming. I refused to play in the slightly murky water because I stepped on the sea spider or if I stepped on the sea spiders, they would die. I still freak out if I feel seaweed brush against my leg. I'm going to have to go with this one. I do not like seaweed under my feet, brushing against my – like all that stuff. Just – it's so gross. It's so gross. It's uh, funny that this person has a very similar fear to me because they're worried about injuring the spider. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
But seaweed, I think the thing with seaweed for me is that it like wraps around you. Because um, it's – alive. Yeah. Like it it wants to hold on to things so it stops moving. Um, yeah. That's like how it sets up its habitat. Um and it's made that way. But it like totally – I could see it. I could totally see it. And I I used to have a fear of um, kelp in California because I would always be afraid that it would wrap around me and take me down, take me under. Yeah. Yeah. It does in Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to know the history of the names? Yeah. Okay. So phobia names. Um, these names themselves are often formed by taking a Greek prefix that represents the fear object and then adding the suffix phobia. Um, and that's why we think they're so odd and they're also very difficult to say um, is because it's Greek. Um, because of this, any attempt at a completely exhaustive list of phobias would be a futile exercise because there probably is a word for injuring a fish. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> any list of phobias could grow with the addition of a newly coined term from uh, previously unnamed specific phobias. So I thought that was really interesting that this – like even though I, ha I pulled a list of like hundreds of phobias and I picked ones that – I thought were like interesting to uh, highlight here. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. Um, so maybe as, at some point there will be a fear of handsome or beautiful men. Mm -hmm. They just yeah. no one no one's claimed it yet. No one's claimed it yet, but um, I'm trying to think of maybe it could be like herculophobia. Yeah. <laughs> Hunkophobia. Hunkophobia. <laughs> That's not Greek, but <laughs> close enough. All right, are you ready for another one? Yeah. Chromophobia. Ooh, fear of cars. Uh, not far in word. Uh, so it's the fear of colors. Ooh, really? Yeah. So I there's a string like chrome. <laughs> chromo is uh, chromos is um, color, um, which maybe you don't know if you don't have a degree in photography or art. Um, no, never. Not other. Well, chromatic, I guess maybe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a fear of color, like. We live in a world of color. Well, it would really be hard to be around redheads. Yeah, it would. Like, <laughs> how do how does that happen? Uh, there's actually a specific fear of the color black and of the color white, but there is no specific fear of the color red, which surprised me, and I did look. Whoa, interesting. At least in my pretty exhaustive list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I could see black. I guess I could see white too, maybe. I don't know. Did have you have you seen that video going around of that artist who does doodles, like doodled his whole house 
So him and his wife lived in this house, pure, it was all white, and he went around doing black doodles everywhere, all over the thing. It took him like two years, and he did like a time lapse of it, so you see it all, and they're living amongst this like black and white like doodle, and uh, I don't know how she did that. <laughs> it's I, like hard on the eyes. That, yeah, I mean, that can be exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, having to like live in that space for like two years, I think it was, or something. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'll send you the video. But it's yeah, like send it. Going around right now, and yeah, that's interesting, mm-hmm. huh? He does not have chromophobia. Yeah, uh, well, he might have chromophobia, but he doesn't have whatever the black and white yeah. ones. Black and white chromophobia. <laughs> Maybe he has color, like actual all the rainbow. And so that's why he's living in a black and white space. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There you go. Maybe he does have chromophobia. Maybe he does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, boy. Okay. Do you want to give me another one? Okay. Yeah. All right. So here's a fear. I was always afraid that the car door would open and I'd fall out. Oh my God, I used to be afraid of that too. Did it? I'm surprised I wasn't because it happened to me. (laughs) Of course that shit happened to you. What the hell? I was in like, you know those bench seats of cars where there's no like middle seat in the front? I was sitting in the front and there was like two or three other kids. It was, I I guarantee I never saw them again after this. I was buckled up. But they weren't, right? And I was on the very end, and she had her two kids there, and then her, she was driving, and we were in a Walmart parking lot, and she was turning her car, and the door just flung open, and we all screamed. She grabbed all of us, and then was like, Christina, lean out and shut the door. (laughs) I remember it so clearly, and I feel like I went home and told my mom, because I don't remember hanging out with these people ever again. (laughs) I'm pretty sure my mom was like, yep, that's the end of that. Oh, my God. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I forgot about that memory until I, like, read this. I'm, I might have told it on the podcast. I feel like maybe I did, but I don't think I did. I don't remember that. I yeah. feel like I would remember that, but yeah. it's possible. Yeah, yeah, it is possible. <laughs> um, But – Anyway, yeah. Oh, here's one that I feel like a lot of people might, like, actually share. The Chuck E. Cheese mouse terrified me. Oh, my <laughs> God. In general, terrified. Yes. Yes. All of their characters. Yeah, all the – the mouse was, like, freaky. I just – anytime there's a character in, in a thing, even, like – and I know I've talked about this before on the podcast – my ex-husband would dress up in the mascot of several different companies that he worked for over the years that we were together. Even then, I'd be like, like super afraid of him if he started walking towards me or doing things at me. And I was like, oh, God, I know who's in there. And it's still like, (laughs) freaky. You might have that phobia. I might. I might. There is one that's clowns, but I don't think I saw anyone that was costume characters. I bet you there's a mascot phobia. Yeah, I would I would imagine that there's a, a um, costume characters phobia. 
Yeah, I would put money on that. That's funny. Um, okay, you want you want one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gynophobia. Fear of the gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> close, close. Fear of women. Oh, God, there's a lot of fear of us in different varieties, isn't there? Well, technically, I did pull things that I related to for the most part. I did pull some that just seemed easy for you, um, like that you would be able to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also I pulled like fear of hair because it's laughing with gingers and fear yeah. of women because we are. <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy. That's- that's also why I pulled helophobia. The fear of helium? <laughs> the sun. The fear of oh, the sun. Oh, I knew that. If I'd actually like thought to think about that, I knew that one. I wonder if those people only go out at night. I mean, they just sound like redheads to me. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Not to diminish anyone's phobia. um, We're not here for that. But Mm -hmm. that I I can I can see it. It's not like I could see it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. When the sun is actively trying to kill you. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a little phobia happening there. (sighs) You want to you want to give me one? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, this is kind of a long one. Buckle up, kids. Uh, there's an explanation to it. So the fear was a tiger lived in the wall of the break room at my mom's job. What? (laughs) Okay, so this submitter goes on to say, I was afraid of the break room at my mom's job. I knew it made no sense, but I was convinced that a tiger lived in the walls of that room. I knew that tigers did not live in the American wild, and I certainly knew they didn't live in urban furniture stores, but I knew there was a tiger in there. I knew that the tiger would attack me, but whenever I lingered too long, it would start to growl. It's truly earthly rumbling growl, and I would hightail it out of there as fast as my little legs could carry me. I heard the tiger growling when adults were in there, and they didn't mind, but I figured that was because they were big. But my small five-year-old body probably didn't stand a chance. <laughs> I had all sorts of ideas about how I needed to respect the break room and show the tiger I knew I was on his turf. But most importantly, I knew I needed to get in and out fast. Unfortunately, the break room was where the water cooler was. Duh. So as the kids sitting around with nothing better to do, I got sent for water refills whenever I was there. Of course I wanted to be the brave, useful kid of the office, so I couldn't tell the adults that I was afraid of the tiger and refused these missions I was entrusted with. So I got really good at not spilling water while running. My mom mom left that job when I was no more than seven, and I didn't think about the tiger again for a few years. But then one day, I was out somewhere, and I heard that rumble again. And that same deep fear rose up for a second before I looked over and I saw my foe, the water cooler. All those years I'd been running from the pleasant little rumble of bubbles that followed someone getting water from the cooler. 
Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. Oh Poor no. Thing. Oh man. Oh my God. All right. You you can take you can bring us home with some I don't know where I'm at. I don't think I'm winning, but maybe I am. Um you're not losing, but you're not winning. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take that. Um, okay. Wikophobia. Hmm. The fear of knowledge. I can see where you got there. Yeah, you can't. Can you tell tell me how you think I got there? I'm so because it's so close to Wikipedia. Yeah, and that's where you get knowledge. <laughs> oh, oh I'm so wrong. I'm so wrong. It's the fear of witches and witchcraft. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Damn it. I should have known that one. <laughs> Are you ready for the last one? Yeah. Phobophobia. Phobo? Uh, it sounds like Bobo or Bo like that character on that. Anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> is it the fear of foam? <laughs> it's Bobo. a phobia of phobias. <laughs> oh my god! Get the f out of here right now with that fear of. Oh my god. I'm, I is it the words? Is it the the scariness of the phobia? Are you scared for other people in this? I have so many clarifying questions. I know I do too. And honestly, like I would love to hear other people's irrational phobias. Like, please DM us. Yeah, at I Laughing with Gingers. So curious, yeah, at Laughing with Gingers on Insta, please. Let us know. I am so curious, like, what else is out there? If you can beat Sarah's super weird, irrational, <laughs> doesn't make sense phobia, we will, like, we'll tell the story on part two. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, and we'll give you a shout out because I don't know if anyone can beat Sarah's weird phobia. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I would call it a phobia because I'm still willing to go in the water. I'm still willing to jump in the water. And if it was a phobia, I think I would have essentially a panic attack on the way into the water. Um, so I would call it an irrational fear. I don't think okay, irrational fear. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think I can. I don't think I get full phobia credit because it's not like I'm barfing into my regulator or snorkel. <laughs> Ew, can you imagine throwing up and then diving right into your throw up pile? I'm sure it's happened. I'm I sure mean, it has too. It's gross though. With seasickness, I can, I just, I could imagine. Yeah, I probably threw up on myself a little bit with seasickness. Oh, God. Blech. All right. Well, that's a good note to end on. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. We are so happy to have you listening to our silly podcast. Um, send us your irrational fears on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, please. Yes. Yes. I mean, maybe we'll even make merch out of it if it's really good. And uh, you can find that at laughingwithgingers.com. And 
get access to premium content, including ad-free episodes, swag, special events, access to us and more, starting at just $3. Check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers. And tune into Laughing With Gingers next week for more good times. Bye. <laughs> Bye.